Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 Hogan Gidley served uh, as press secretary of the Trump cam- uh, Trump presidency he's currently the director of the Center for Election Integrity at America First Policy Institute of course he's a Newsmax contributor and a very important guest to have right now considering the things that we're facing in America <laughs> Hogan, it's great having you back on the Mike Gallagher Show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the time. No, it's my pleasure. I uh, wanted to get your response, first of all, to Hillary Clinton saying something about Donald Trump running again. Let me play this clip for you and get your reaction. If I were a betting person right now, I'd say Trump is going to run again. I mean, he seems to be setting himself up to do that. And if he's not held accountable, then he gets to do it again. I think that could be the end of our democracy, not to be too you know, pointed about it, but I want people to understand that this is a make or break point. If he were or someone of his ilk were once again to be elected president, and if especially he had a Congress that would do his bidding, you will not recognize our countries. Hogan Gidley, it's beyond satire. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't sobbing this time. <laughs> True. Uh, like not this before. time. Um, you know, and again, I wish those tears would have been, uh, you know, forthcoming as she was talking about people who lost their lives in Benghazi on her watch because of her decisions. But nonetheless, I know it's all about politics for the left. I know Hillary Clinton is concerned about Donald Trump running again. I know that the Democrats are concerned about Donald Trump running again because uh, without him to talk about in the press, uh, you know, they're being exposed for their horrible policies that are impacting people across this country in a, in a negative way. You know, good policies bring good results, regardless of race, religion, color, or creed. Donald Trump was able to, to implement, um, you know, measures that improve the lives of all Americans. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats who control every single lever of power, not just the White House or both chambers of Congress, but the media, colleges and universities, big tech, Hollywood, all of those levers of influence, they still, still can't get good news stories out of bad policy. Right. They try to manipulate those things, of course, and tell you inflation's good, even though it's hurting people. If it's so good, why are they trying to stop it, by the way? Why are they trying to end inflation? <laughs> but the fact is, people out there, uh, they're sick of being lied to, and they're definitely not going to believe a news report that says, hey, all things are great out there when they themselves are facing this massive inflation, high gas prices, goods being you know, parked offshore, can't come on to, to the mainland because of Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, and the rest of the Democrats. So what Hillary Clinton is talking about, I understand why she's scared, and she ought to be, because people want to go back to the successes of the Donald Trump administration. You know, I was going to say, you you use the phrase that Hillary and the Democrats are concerned about President Trump running again. I don't think they're concerned. I think they're terrified. Uh, if you, Poll after poll shows that if the election were held today, 
he wins. You got people like Joe po- Joe Rogan, this real popular podcaster who said a couple of months ago he thinks Trump's going to win again, run again in 2024, and he thinks he's going to win. Normal Americans don't look at 2016 to 2020 and not say we were infinitesimally better off, infinitesimally better off than we are right now. I mean, it, it's un, it's unreal how badly. The Biden administration has unraveled. I ask everybody this question. I want to ask Hogan Gidley the same one. Did you did you ever think it would go so bad so quick for the Biden administration? Yeah, um, look, I knew it'd be bad, but typically these things kind of ebb and flow and it's just a little bit worse. And then as Republicans, we would say, oh, look how bad it is. And we try to make it worse than it is. Right. I'm telling you, this is devastating to people out there in our country right now. The international stage is laughing at us. Uh, They're mocking a man like Joe Biden who, you know, you want your presidents when they go overseas to emit strength and to make it look as though they care about America. But Joe Biden, true to form, is picking up on, you know, the Barack Obama apology tour, talking to other countries about how terrible America is. He he can't get it right with Afghanistan. 20 years over there, uh, they botched that in a big way. And that's where you start start to turn for the Democrats and and for Joe Biden. And so, look, I I think Republicans are in a great position to take back the country uh, in 2022. But, you know, if if Republicans are good at at anything, it's snatching that defeat right out of the jaws of victory. I know. I know. Keep the pedal to the metal here because Democrats still have those levers of power, as I mentioned, and and levers of influence with uh, the media and other things. We've got to make sure people remember These are all Joe Biden's policies. They can't point back to Donald Trump. And the juxtaposition of where we were just a year ago versus where we are now, I think, is really jarring to people. You see it in the polls. And what's interesting to me is it's not just they don't like his policies. They don't like Joe Biden either as a person. That's real problematic for the Democrats. Let's talk a little bit about what you're doing these days, because I want to. Uh, and I don't think this is a mystery to you, what we're up against in talk radio world. I, I want to be a cheerleader for America. I want to encourage people. I want to lift them up. Trump right now is on this this tour that he's doing with Bill O'Reilly. My One of my uh, staff members went yesterday to Orlando, said it was unbelievable. The Amway Center nearly packed. Uh, she was amazed at how funny Trump is. A lot of people don't know that about him, but he is. He's, a, he's, he's funny and he's personable. And when he's not being assaulted by the press the way he was for four years, what emerges is a bit of a different picture. But here's what I get every day. When I say we got to fight for this country, we got to flood the polls, we got to keep our eyes on the ball, um, people say, ah, why vote? Uh, It's it's rigged against us. We can never win again. There's no, there's, and they never have an answer. They just seemingly want to throw in the towel. Hogan Gidley, I keep saying you can't do that. That's like giving up if you're a bomber, like like uh, um, Victor Davis Hanson once told me, it's like saying you're flying a B-52 in the in a war and you give up because things are tough. Yeah, it's tough right now, but we must not give up. Can you can you tell me what your message would be to people in America who seem to say we ought to stay home in 2022, we ought to stay home in 2024 uh, because of the election integrity issue? If if you are serving as director of the Center for Election Integrity at the America First Policy Institute. Can you address that for us here on the Mike Gallagher Show? Sure. One word, Virginia. That's what I keep saying. 
Bingo. We did a lot of work. We did a lot of work on the ground there. And what we discovered is, you know, people in that state, while while Republicans won, there were still a lot of problems on Election Day. Them telling voters they had to wear a mask that was state law before they voted. That wasn't true. We found countless absentee ballots that didn't have correct addresses, got them stopped on the front end. Uh, that was obviously very helpful. And making sure those votes didn't get into the count these pile versus the the challenge pile was very integral to the success. We found local officials there trying to use seasonal guest workers to count votes, also against the law in Virginia. You had to have the same amount of Republicans as Democrats in these uh, precincts counting uh, monitoring votes. That didn't happen either. A lot of issues going on in these states, but going into the precinct level, you saw this engagement. Look, you have one of the most successful uh, radio programs in the country. Thank you. How angry are people, but how how much more engaged are they than they have ever been? You right. saw it with CRT. You're seeing it with this election integrity stuff, which is the number one issue. We put people on the ground, got them into precincts to ask tough questions of those election officials. They didn't know how to respond. Some of them even resigned. But what we did was we stopped any problems, 89-some-odd percent rejection rate in some of the precincts we found from addresses that did not make any sense. Reports are going to come out from Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. There were just two videos, or actually I guess five videos came out from Pennsylvania of election official, officials seeming to not only commit felonies but ask others to do the same on their behalf in a room full of just three people. A whistleblower came forward. These types of issues are ones we're monitoring, and we're helping these states not just pass good laws that protect every single legal voter and every single legally cast ballot, but also hold people accountable when either laws are broken or or just ignored. Because whether it's ignorance or stupidity or laziness or maliciousness, laws are being broken in these states, and we have got to put an end to it and make those who commit those uh, acts of fraud and those who ignore the law we have to make them pay, and that's what we're doing here at the election uh, Center for Election Integrity. See, Hogan, you're a walking, talking, living, breathing example of of the answer to the question, is anything being done? See, that's what my listeners keep saying. Nothing's being done, and I, I said the same thing. They threw everything they could at Glenn Youngkin, and he won. Virginia yeah. won, and, and believe me, like you said, your organization, lots of other organizations like yours uh, are, 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 are responsible. Uh, people have, are becoming activists. They need to become poll watchers. They need to get involved in their local GOP headquarters. All those things have to be done, but Hogan Gidley, I refuse to accept throwing in the towel. I refuse to let them win and give up, and, and so I just think it's a very important thing to remember when a listener calls my show and says, Mike, nothing is being done, you're a great example that that just isn't true. Yeah, it's not just that. People are people are waking up to this fact, and, and we lost some messaging early on as far as the PR campaign obviously was concerned with people out there promising things they couldn't actually deliver on. We're taking a little bit different tact. We're making sure all of our information is solid. We're making sure that if the numbers don't add up, we're asking why. You'd never let these type of discrepancies go by in your bank account, for example. I mean, Pennsylvania, and look, and this isn't an overturn or decertify effort. I want to be clear about that because Pennsylvania is a great example. So we took, we, we, we worked with a group called Vote Ref, like Ref for Referee. Right. And they took every single number coming out of Pennsylvania, the certified vote totals, and compared and contrast that 
to the precincts themselves, okay? So the number of people who were certified to vote versus the registered voters who voted, it was off by 41,000. Now, I want to be clear. That 41,000 would not overturn the election. But would you go into your bank and say, hey, I'm 41 cents off. Wait a minute, $41 off. Wait, $4,100 off. Wait, $41,000 off? Would you just say, ah, it's fine. Just, just, just don't worry about the money. I'm sure we'll find it sooner or later. No, you'd want to know where that money was. The same thing applies to these votes. That's happening in all of these states. No one can reconcile these numbers. They're certifying numbers and totals that aren't right. But what we what we are doing here is fighting these things, too, at the local level. The national media aren't ever going to give this any type of credence or credibility. So we have to go in there, show the people the data and information. And one last point I'll make on this. Whether you are African-American, Hispanic-American, independent, Democrat, Republican, um, uh, whether you're a, a man, whether you're a woman, Americans wildly support these common sense measures. Eighty-five percent of people in this country want voter ID at the polls, okay? Eighty-three percent want – excuse me, 88 percent want the voter rolls cleaned up because we have dead people on them. Michigan just got sued for having 20,000 plus – 25,000 dead people on the rolls. 4,000 of which had been there for uh, for two decades. 81% of people want election or ballots returned on election day to election officials. It's not election week or election month or election year. It's election day. People understand that. And 81% of people want voting machines made in America. It is so simple that everybody, regardless of political stripe, ought to stand up and say, look, we've been complaining about elections since hanging chads in Florida back in 2000. Why can't we come together with some common sense measures and get it fixed? And it's because they want the political power. That's the problem we're seeing on the ground in a lot of these states. we got to fight the good fight, and you're right in the middle of it. Hogan Gidley, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us here on the Mike Gallagher Show. Appreciate your efforts. Keep it up. Anytime. Thanks so much, Mike. 